this is Sebastian and Zach from Hutch, and you're listening to C-Jam 99.1 FM, reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. Hey, C-Jam listeners. Looking for more ways to connect with C-Jam programming? Try streaming C-Jam through iHeartRadio. Listen online, download the iHeartRadio app, or use your smart speaker. Alexa, play C-Jam on iHeartRadio. Experience C-Jam FM on higher ground, no matter where you are.
Hi, my name is Bijou, and you are currently tuned into Apps and Sounds here on CJM 99.1 FM, reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. Each week, we pick two albums from our favorite bands and play through them while talking about how they came together, some stories behind them, and anything else we think would be interesting. For today's show, I am joined with a special guest. Hello. My name is Nate. I'm a musician here yeah. in Windsor. Um, so yeah, how, how are you doing today? I'm good. Um Coming to the end of the day, winding down, feeling good. Feeling good. Okay. Well, today we are not just talking about any random album or anything, um, I don't know, about our lives or anything. Today we're going to be talking about a super cool release that came out today. And February 4th, for some reason, has been like a pretty big day with a lot of different releases. There was The Myth Becomes Memory by Rolo Tomasi, then there was Lauren, Laurel Hell by Mitski, and um, the list is like really long. Um, but the release that we're going to be talking about for today um, will be Year of the Snake by Soft Cult. Now, Soft Cult are a pair of twin sisters, Mercedes and Phoenix from um, Ontario here. They began dropping singles back in 2021, and they released their first EP, Year of the Rat, back in April 2021. Um, now, I only started listening to Self Cult because Nate told me to. <laughs> and um, I'm very curious as, like, what was an initial thing that drew you into listening to them? Um, well, I mean, I guess, like, my friends showed me, my, my bandmates showed me initially. Um, we try to stay sort of tapped into the local-ish music scene. Yeah. Um, but, what, like, uh, definitely two things struck me immediately was just um first is that it sounds like a modern shoegaze band (laughs) and i'm all about that uh and second that it's got like pop appeal it's like really catchy melodies and riffs and stuff and it's a lot of um there's a lot of like playback value on it for sure yeah i had it on repeat this morning and yeah yeah, i got pretty down (laughs) to it but to start off we will tell you a little bit about the band so the name soft cult well for starters just is i think it like has a pretty interesting story behind it soft cults can be basically anything that's like church or government or family or even just like a band Mm -hmm. um that kind of are part of society today the reason that they chose it as their name is because often we don't realize we're part of it and they're just kind of like soft cults Mm -hmm. and so since the primary marker of a cult is well there's a few things that kind of define them they have someone who's at the forefront of them or Mm -hmm. just someone who is ahead of them who um, acts as if the followers of the cult need them to (laughs) be a part of it and self cult fulfills the same demands ultimately as a regular cult um, but in less obvious ways it's almost the same thing about with biases, how everyone has biases, we're all part of different soft cults, mm-hmm. etc. But it's almost ironic that since there are so many soft cults and we're all part of it, then would, wouldn't that necessarily not be a bad thing? You no, know, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, I don't think. like uh, it, there's soft like what what were any like civil rights movements in the past, right? Like yeah, and stuff like that. Um, but even even just thinking in terms of of music, right? I mean that's a cult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean like look at bands like like uh my chem right like they have a pretty cult that like that is a cult following and they have a whole like story wrapped around this community and it's it's pretty cool to 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 have everybody like on one page but i think like 
soft cult really is trying to pay attention with what they're saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like with, for example, like American American exceptionalism, right? Just mm-hmm. like we're and better than no everybody else. About it. If they do not act, America will. You will not escape the justice of um, this nation. We know something that you don't, and people who are outside of it, which I guess is something to be a little weary of. Yeah, that's true. I never thought of it that way. It's it's very much projected from uh, uh, the Western side of the world that this is the place to be. It's <laughs> yeah, like come yeah. here for a new life, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Like that's all the things we were told. You get here and then you die. <laughs> <laughs> you get here and it's just harsh. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought it was really interesting, like the – then the fact that they chose that as their name, which I guess, like you mentioned, kind of points towards the, we said this before we even started recording, but like the social commentary that the band um, often puts out. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's definitely their their uh, their their focus. I don't know. Yeah, we said it before. But yeah. yeah, they've they've got like the riot girl attitude. I like their their um, I think it's on Instagram. It's like music for mall goths. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, I think it's on their Spotify, too. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was fun. It's like, man, I would have loved to to hear that when I was like 16. That would have sure. been so cool. Yeah. And I'm glad that like they have it out now, at least. Yeah. Yeah. My, I'm still very attached to my 16 year old <laughs> self. Yeah. So it's fine. For all <laughs> intents and purposes, we're currently 16. <laughs> The first, like, band that I really liked and that I followed, at, like, a cult was yeah. Rise Against. Oh, and, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And so that was, like, veganism and straight edge. And I was, like, you know, I was, like, 16. And it was easy to say, I'm not going to drink alcohol. Cut off my hair, but it looks all right. We marched and we sang, we all became friends as we learned how to fight. A hero of war, yeah, that's what I'll be. And when I come home, they'll be damn proud of me. I'll carry this flag to the grave if I must Cause it's a flag that I love And a flag that I trust I kicked in the door I yelled my commands The children, they cried But I got my man We took him away A bag over his from his family and his friends They took off his clothes They pissed in his hands I told them to stop But then I joined in We beat him with guns And batons not just once But again and again A hero of war Yeah, that's what I'll be And when I come home They'll be damn proud of me I'll carry this flag To the grave if I must 
because I, I know it's like people you have a platform you should use it but I, I no, don't necessarily blame musicians if they kind of fear speaking out about stuff or at least mm-hmm. having that as being like the forefront of their work yeah no I think that makes a lot of sense I really think like um well even just like every person um is like they're they're sort of meant to do something with with their with their gift with yeah. their talent, and if it's not being on the front of like uh, societal issues or or um, anything political, then that's not it. I think like some people are there just to just to pretty much um, be successful, like yeah. get there, get what they are des- they deserve. You know, yeah. a lot of people work hard for that there's there doesn't have to be like an expectation to say anything or you know i think i saw um i heard um yg talk about this <laughs> like a long time ago <laughs> random sidetrack yeah he, it, it's like a it's, it was like a my cribs thing on youtube and he was the the question posed to him was was like why don't you speak up more about black lives matter yeah and he's he said like this is shit i've been saying my whole life like I lived this, yeah. right? And why why do I have to say any more than I already I already am? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I also I think there was also something by Malcolm X where it was like, uh, we have to be careful of like well, obviously I don't know what exactly what what it was, but mm-hmm. um just kind of like like looking towards like entertainers for like social movements and stuff because it's I don't know, it's not to say that like they shouldn't be expected to at least care about things, but I think they're probably like, I don't know, random people. Like, who's who's to say yeah. that they're educated and things like that? Exactly. And, so yeah. yeah, like I don't expect YG to be leading so, <laughs> like yeah. any movement. Honestly, yeah. I don't think I'd want. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. They mentioned that 2021 was kind of the year where it was. The first time they really felt like they were awoken to a lot of things that were, things that were going on, and I know that was kind of like a big year for um, a lot of people with like Black Lives Matter and and I found it interesting because but when you mentioned um, I guess like I've been living that too yeah that quote I hope this doesn't come across wrong but it's almost just like I'm always curious when other people of other like races or backgrounds when was that the first time. That mm-hmm. We're like aware of things that were going on, uh, or if there's like a specific thing that. Yeah, there there's definitely like a time in my life where it was like turning around. It's probably like right in high school, honestly. Um, where I was, it, it. I mean, it's not hard to see that the world treats people of different colors differently. Um, it's really not, <laughs> especially with the internet. It's really not hard to see. Um, I think there there were like certain events that turned it around for me. Um, just seeing like how some of my friends were being treated in in certain circumstances, like specific things that people would say that's just outlandish and like bigoted. <laughs> and you you it's kind of just like you start to say that's really wrong and that's really weird that you think that's not wrong. You know, um, you see it like I mean, I see it in my my parents, too. And like they tell me stories about their parents. It's almost just like a misconception of how the world works. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's there. There are like lots of like events, I guess, that 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 I've seen that turned it around. But generally it was like high school. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like high school, everyone starts to get political. Oh, yeah. I guess moving now a little bit more into um 
the band's album, the one that came out. A lot of it kind of deals on just emotional burnout and um, compromising your creativity. 2020 leading into 2021 was a year where everybody kind of put this expectation on people to hustle you know it's like yeah. you have so much time now you have no excuse mm-hmm. and i feel like that that i never agreed i never took well to that like expectation like okay. oh yeah. you, you've got to you've got to use this time wisely now because like what was happening like <laughs> our like everything was closed yeah i know like our relatives and friends were getting sick like i knew people who's like literally dying yeah i knew <laughs> people who died like it, like, no, I don't have time to focus on myself right now. You know, I feel like I'm too much of an outward person. <laughs> the world feels like it's on fire. So yeah. internally I'm on fire. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I think it's also just a little bit of a ridiculous expectation. But yeah, I mean, the like um, everything still has to like operate. People still have to like work and make money. And like, yeah, I was working through most of the pandemic anyways mm-hmm. so it felt like i was just like a normal day but with masks okay that makes sense you know yeah i think for me it was almost like a little bit the opposite because i wasn't working at all i was at home the whole time mm-hmm. um it was just like at the end of the year like for most of it i wasn't really mad or a productivity hoarder or whatever but by the end of the year i was looking back and I was thinking wow i straight up wasted a whole year of my life <laughs> um and i got a little frustrated i don't think it's time wasted it's yeah. just time more time spent with yourself i guess yeah right yeah i was lucky to to pick up like some new like uh, i like decked out my like recording setup at home before oh before uh, so you had something to do yeah it was yeah. like it was like by chance beforehand and then the pandemic hit and i was like oh sick like now i can learn how to use all these things yeah i be like literally before lockdown hit i remember i like bought a whole bunch of paints and i was like i'm gonna really get back into painting so. oh sick yeah did you do it did you follow yeah, through i did that's awesome yeah did yeah. you have you always painted yeah i have but um i guess that was like the first time that I made a like a conscious decision to get back into it. Yeah. Yeah. So. First time in. Like... Um. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess it's like a side thing, but it um, goes in waves, you know. So it's like sometimes I get more into digital art, or sometimes I'll get more into like um, line work or um, like sketching things like that, and then like I put like painting aside for a few years, and mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. um, and even now like I haven't painted and like months so i'm back in the but you, you find you're always doing something visually well or at, this, like ver- at this very moment yeah. i have done nothing which <laughs> is like it feels bad it feels like you know when you you want to do something mm-hmm. but really um, bad and you just can't get yeah, motivated yeah exactly and yeah. i think it was i think it literally was almost like burnout where it was like um i was tired i hated everything i was drawing i just like could not find the energy yeah, <laughs> to yeah. do it. And um, I don't know. I think it's also cool because I really like the artwork and the visuals that the um, soft cult uses for their stuff. It's more based on like the 80s or like with yeah. Z- Zion, the Zion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. They have like 13 out now or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't gotten any. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. I, I should. Maybe, maybe after this. Oh. <laughs> the next three songs we're going to play for you today are Boys Will Be Boys, House of Mirrors, and Spit It Out. These all come off of the latest soft cult release, Year of the Snake. And if you're just running us now, you're tuned into Absent Sounds here on CJAB, 99.1 FM, reaching higher ground. Happy Women's Month!
wondering if you could play that song again. Hmm, which one, man? The one that goes... Bee-boo-boo-bop-boo-boo-beep. No, man, you're thinking of bee-boo-boo-bop-boo-boo-bop. C-Jam 99.1 FM. Deciphering your requests from Windsor and Detroit's underground since 1983. My name is Nevea. I lost my foot in a lawnmower accident. Now I teach other children how to play safe. Kids shouldn't play near lawnmowers. Lawnmowers are very loud. The driver wouldn't be able to hear you if you were playing anywhere near. It's very important to be cautious. Whatever game you play, play safe. A message from the War Amps. Learn more at waramps.ca. 
Welcome back. You're tuned into Absent Sounds here on CGM 99.1 FM, reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. My name is Weiju, and the last couple songs we just played were Boys Will Be Boys, House of Mirrors, and Spit It Out, which all came off of the latest soft cult release, Year of the Snake. I'm talking about it with Nate for today, which will also be our introduction to Women's Month, where we will be playing music by women for the entirety of March. So stay tuned. First track is Boys Will Be Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song is basically about gender violence and the double standard hypocrisy and the dissonance between the... <laughs> the bro code. Yeah, you say <laughs> Thank you. I got this one. Yeah. Um, I think there's a line in the song that says, if there's one in your company, I wonder when they're going to come for me. <laughs> I remember like when I was consciously thinking, oh, I've never, nothing's ever happened. But then it's almost like, well, what am I doing to make a safe space for other girls that are beside me mm-hmm. if I'm not the one? Um, and have you ever like experienced any sort of like gender? Because I, I know it's not only girls that go through. Oh, yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> I mean... I'll just say if you've been to Fog Lounge, you've probably experienced some form of gendered violence. It's if yeah, yeah, Yeah. but I I think like what they're talking about, um, it's like it really strikes. um, It's like it rings really clear that they can't. There's like no trust at all in that sort of relationship. It's like so tainted by yeah what we've been taught in the past. Mm-hmm. And I think a big part of it, at least for in my opinion, is it's if you look at the stats, like it's interesting that um like gendered spaces, like because it's been so ingrained into like women, like we literally have to be careful, like don't go out at night, don't mm-hmm. do X, Y, Z. At the same time then it's almost how then the spaces that are for men tend to like become larger because women are kind of like enclosed into tiny mm-hmm. smaller spots. And mm-hmm. um, I think like it's always in a way it's almost roundabout that having like female fronted bands kind of helps break that because you have like people that are going outside of spaces that are technically almost not for them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I almost feel like in a larger sense, this is like um, a case of over functioning um yeah women can like take a step back and men need to do more type thing i think just historically that is um the case mm-hmm. and i forget what the last thing you said was um but. well i was mentioning that like having um soft cult having them like as a band a female fronted band mm-hmm. uh kind of does make more space for for females in like music and which I think is like whether they're talking about it overtly or they're literally just putting music out. I think either way it helps with it. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's there's there's been I I mean, my dad's always been into that stuff, so I've always um, he's he's always been like, oh, this is a female singer and this yeah. is a female drummer in this band and mm-hmm. whatever. And so I think I've always been aware of that that space mm-hmm. that that like has always like needed to be there yeah yeah but I, I also think like female fronted isn't like necessarily a genre right yeah, that's yeah, it's, like it's the only not. depiction yeah uh but yeah there's there's been there's been a, a lot more um bands like like this that uh like heavy bands in in the last few years too mm-hmm. on my radar at least yeah that have been like female fronted um yeah 
this this one is sick. <laughs> this one's yeah. <laughs> so the next track, um, track number two, is House of Mirrors, and this one is mainly supposed to be feeling like you're not living up to your potential and um, feeling disappointed in yourself, just trying or finding it difficult to live up to your own standard. And I know personally, if I look back and reflect there. So many times when I feel disappointed in myself, mm. um, even now, and I know it's part you're supposed to forgive yourself for things, or I guess not be as tough on yourself. It's like a constant fight, you know. <laughs> so yeah, every single day. Yeah, <laughs> gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit more disappointed. Till <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the death, death will just be the yeah. The final release. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, um, I can think of times where 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 I have been like extremely disappointed in myself, where I certainly didn't need to be there where where like you're placing you know too much responsibility on yourself in mm-hmm. a given situation yeah you can't fix everything yeah exactly right and and i think it's it's almost like well i know the times when i felt like very disappointed in myself tend to be when others don't put that same expectation on me where i feel like i have mm. to do it beat down on my head mm-hmm. um um, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember the only thing that, like, really stuck, like, I, I will never forget this. Like, it happened twice. Um, in high school, because my sister and I did relay, we dropped the baton, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, I've never, like, been so crushed. That was, like, um, mm-hmm. one of the, literally, I know it sounds dramatic, but probably one of the worst moments in my life. So I'm, I'm not sure, like, how do you, how do you even handle aggression <laughs> <laughs> towards, like, my, I don't know. I think, I think of, like, um, I think of, like, when I, when I was like sailing and stuff and, and I was very much trying to be uh, like, I was, a, I was a very aggressive sailor. Uh, <laughs> Turning the point. <laughs> oh yeah. Like um, I try to sneak myself into the like start line, like really close to the boat and yeah. whatever. And, you know, I'd be pushing people's buttons and stuff like that. And then it's, you know, sometimes you got to shout at yourself, just get it out like verbally like that so like screaming to the void yeah 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 definitely <laughs> extreme disappointment i'm yeah. screaming you're screaming yeah yeah if not outside on the inside for on sure inside. yeah mm-hmm. i think usually i cry <laughs> yeah crying is a solution for everything um yeah okay i definitely cry too <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm a, i'm a big crier um do you have anything to say on spit it out not really actually yeah no it's just a banger exactly all, yeah. all bangers. Yeah. yeah. That one, it's like, that one's pretty gazy. Like the first song, Boys Will Be Boys. It's like their most, like, punky tune, I guess. On, and then it gets, and then it gets right into the shoegaze. Yeah. I kind of prefer that. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. But it's a good entrance track, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't spit, yeah, it out. Just spit, it's it's out. spit it out. Just spit it out.
You're catching ups and sounds here on CGM 99.1 FM, reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. We are currently playing to the latest EP from Kitchener Band, Soft Cult, Year of the Snake, and the last three songs were Perfect Blue, Gaslight, and Uzumaki. And Soft Cult is the band we are kicking off our Women's Month with, where we'll be playing music by women for the entirety of March. Um, the next track was Perfect Blue, um, and yeah, I thought it, like, it really, in a way, Perfect Blue is when I think of, like, shoegaze, or, yeah. like, heavy, I think of blue. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that's, like, a perfect color. Yeah. But, well, the main point of the song was about, um, changing for someone else and kind of losing yourself in the process. Mm-hmm. And so if you watched the music video, I have not. I haven't yet. Yeah. But, I, so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> music video has kind of, um parts where it's wow surrealist that's it the music video is supposed to be like more surrealist and kind of copy certain works like um gasper no and david lynch and i think overall the song's kind of interesting because it kind of marks the creative turn that the band took in their time with Mm -hmm. their um record label when they left them they were having a lot of trouble because they found that they were butting heads a lot and felt like they didn't have the um, creative freedom, or at least that they felt like they were obsessing trying to become what they wanted them to become mm-hmm. rather than what they actually wanted. Is that when they were Courage My Love? Yeah. I know that this song, the song is named after like an old anime film. Is it this one? Yeah. Oh. And the, 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 the film is called Perfect Blue. I've never and, seen it. And I, I, I hadn't seen it either. Uh, I read up about it and, what, and the, how you describe the song is pretty accurate to the description of the movie the movie is is about like um and it's about a singer in a band Mm -hmm. and she quits the band and quits being a singer to be an actress and pursue being an actress and it's like supposed to be a psychological thriller so she starts to like lose herself in order to become an actress that's interesting yeah yeah she's totally alienating this person that she was before and becoming this totally different person and it's supposed to be like scary I don't know. Yeah, I think that definitely sounds like exactly like the song. Actually. Like what the song is like, yeah, right? Yeah. So you know they're anime nerds too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, yeah. Even like the other song, I can't pronounce it, and I'm not going to even attempt. Uzumaki. It. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You can say it. My boy Naruto. <laughs> yeah, they 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 make it sound like like the band makes it sound like uh, they're they're moving on to something like uh, something new almost. Mm-hmm. And yeah, how does it end? Do you know how? I mean, we spoiler, but... I don't know how it no, ends. Don't. I don't know how it ends. I didn't get that. Okay. I, I want to know. It looks kind of like a creepy movie. Like, I think they're... It, it's, like... It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I figured, like, if she was an actress, and actors are supposed to be portraying people, and maybe she was just in an endless um, method. Maybe she was, yeah. like, in an, an endless method acting yeah. stage. Yeah, she just could not escape. Yeah, exactly. That's so wild to think, you know? It's like, uh, it's like you have to be somebody else so bad. Like, you, it's really just, like, you don't... You want to be anything else but yourself. <laughs> yeah. That actually, like, resonates. You know, a lot where it's, like, it's not like you want to be, like, someone else specifically, but you just want to get out of your own self. No, it definitely does. I've yeah. always been, like, super obsessive. Movies and and artists and stuff. Like, if it was a band, I was, like, looking up their Wikipedia every other night and, like, <laughs> finding every live video. And then if it's, like, a movie, I'm so invested that, like, you know, trying to make relations or trying to make like connections with the characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
and it's cool to feel like you're yeah. in the movie sometimes. Yeah. You know? It's cool yeah. to feel like you're in the music video or you're on stage in front of like 30,000 people yeah, exactly. or something. Yeah. I kind of feel that way about, about like books where it's almost like, take me out. I don't want to. It's almost like escapism. That's what it yes, is. Yeah, that's definitely it. escape. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what we've been dancing around. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's just getting out of your own head. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it is good, but I, I remember in grade seven, um, a teacher, Madame Bago, she said that it's like the reason you shouldn't read books during like lunchtime or other things is because then um, you're not going to interact with people that are around you. Mm-hmm. And I always found that interesting. I felt like, well, if I'm reading a book, it's obviously because I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I guess it is like the positive aspect of just like, I don't know. Yeah, that's the cool part. That's where that's like you get to be creative and you get to build a world. Around, like you pick the book up and you put it down and you're thinking about it for the rest of the day and yeah, you're exactly. like oh my god what's going to happen in that like mm-hmm. environment right who cares about what other people exactly. want to talk about right not my problem I'm just fine in my like fantasy land yeah yeah it's where all the good stuff is it's like where the creative stuff is so yeah away from people it's like the hermit phase yeah yeah but eventually you have to come back Right. That's the problem. You Coming have back. to come back to people yeah. to put something together to make something like bigger than yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, which is the trap. The trap, if, especially when you don't have like an entrance plan or you're not like, how am I going to come back? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm never going to come back. I mean, it's it's hard to think of like their exact like intention with it and how they like feel about. Um, you know, stepping outside of themselves. Yeah. Um, but I could imagine, and you might have some insight on it, that having like a twin sister would kind of be rooting in a way where you guys. That's interesting. I don't know. I mean, for them, they're like artists. Yeah. Like in yeah. a band together so they can share like a creative uh, like space together. Mm-hmm. Moving down through the track list, there's Gaslight, which. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. This one is like pretty. <laughs> this one's pretty heavy. I love this song. Yeah, I, yeah. This song to me is honestly the the catchiest one on on the record. Really? Yeah, I love even further than number one. Yeah. 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 Definitely catchier. Mm-hmm. It, it, it you know it has its like astral moments, its spacey moments. Yeah. But yeah, it's like the 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 hook, the melody when she goes like. Uh, that one go on yeah it's great it just hits me it's like yeah. oh my god like the the it's so cool that they're they're they they do this just like by themselves yeah you know, that's what in I their love. Room. yeah it's so sick mm-hmm. it sounds amazing it's yeah it's it honestly it could sound like someone a whole big production did it yeah like, it's, just... it's huge but it's just two girls in their room like chilling exactly <laughs> two sisters what they've always done, yeah. you know. <laughs> but now we get to hear it. It's like a wall of guitars, and mm-hmm. like, like everything is is blended super like low into that that bed of guitars and drums. Yeah. Like every all the leads and stuff, they just like they just barely like poke out. It's like so cool. I mean, I don't, we don't really necessarily need to go like super in depth because I'm pretty sure <laughs> anyone who listens to this knows what gaslighting is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you don't. Uh, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> Listen to the lyrics and you'll know. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like people were just getting woke to like what's, what gaslighting is in the like past five years. Yeah, I know. You know? I, I don't feel like that was a term 
I mean, it probably it probably was, but, but I, yeah, not like as well known yeah, at exactly. least, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, the Twitter age. Oh yeah, definitely. Twitter brought it out of people. Yeah. It, it was it started with like mansplaining or like yeah. toxic <laughs> masculinity things like that, and now there's like more qualified terms for it. Yeah, it's good. It's good, so people can actually talk to their therapists about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I feel like. Um, the one thing that's almost like interesting with it is how almost when words kind of blow up in that sense, it almost feels like it's, they're being misused. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, it's always like, well, I think as long as people are aware of it that exists, like people who are going through something that resembles abusive relationships in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you ever seen like a relationship affected by gaslighting or experienced? Uh, I feel like it's hard because it's almost like um, you don't want to say that yeah. it was gaslighting because it feels like it was. But yeah, I did kind of I did appreciate that the fact that they had the song in the record, just kind of especially dealing with the disintegration of relationships, whether it's with your family or your real, like boyfriend, girlfriend, special other, I don't know, mm-hmm. or record label as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That it's bad. It, record labels are really bad I for know. it, actually. Oh, I, I didn't mean, even think I, of that. I don't have experience with it, but I don't necessarily either. Yeah, just following record labels on Twitter and stuff. And what it was like, uh, something like Burger Records or something got. Uh, they were like defunct after uh, some some allegations came out. Oh dear. Yeah, um, but that type that type of stuff, even just like the like older record labels um and and artists like relations was very much like yeah we're gonna take all the money (laughs) yeah (laughs) right yeah that was a huge gaslight and when you know your intellectual intellectual property is given over to them Mm -hmm. and they can just take it they can do what they want with it yeah they can put a deadline on it did you see that thing uh that hitpiece.com on this is like maybe a week ago there a site came out with like like everybody's band was on it mm-hmm. and they were auctioning they hadn't sold anything yet but they were auctioning everybody's content as nfts right not the nft yeah. <laughs> we got struck by yeah. the freaking crypto people yeah i know stay in your underground go back to your literally go away yeah I'm with your monkeys interested. yeah go invest i don't care yeah, it's so weird because I don't like. I try to understand it. I don't think I'll ever understand. I don't like. I I I think like you know. I think it's easy enough to learn about it, and if anyone cared, like wanted to, I just don't get why. Yeah, that's that's it. I don't understand why. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like why? Why? Where you don't have money to spend on anything better? <laughs> For real. Yeah. You don't understand. I got like two, three thousand over here. I got <laughs> okay. Then if you have so much, why don't you share? I can use some like a couple bills. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, any okay. Anyways, yeah. That it's, site was. Um, it came out. It was. It was called like hitpiece.com, and yeah, everybody's stuff was on it. Everybody was mad, and they put up like um, they they got everybody's content. By scraping um, Spotify's uh, like public, public public user data, 
Oh, so they have my dad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they have my okay. yours. Yeah. And they have mine. They have like all your friends. Yeah. Right. And it's it's like like obviously that stuff's being sold all the time. Yeah. But to to think that like there was so much of our of our like content, yeah, like just publicly available is really scary. I know. So that somebody could just pick it up and put it on their site to sell. Exactly. Like. The website's down, but there's. It seems like they're going to. Oh, did try the government take thing. it down? I, they took it down themselves. Okay. I think. Oh, how how gracious! Right, they're like, oh, we think we seem to have struck a nerve with yeah. the public. Blah blah blah. We will finally do the ethical thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, we are so indebted to them. We are so indebted Giving to back Spotify. <laughs> yeah. It's Spotify's problem, honestly. Yeah. We got to do the Neil Young soon. I know. And like just dip, and like a collectively. And like the fact, the minute someone finds me a cracked version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I heard titles pretty good. I don't know. We're at this point, I'm just like Bandcamp is taking all my money. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bandcamp. There's. Bandcamp Friday. I love that they keep doing that. Mm-hmm. They they. They they had me scared when they said they wouldn't do it at the end of the year yeah. last year. I was yeah. like, what? Why? Why? It's like, oh. <laughs> Please. All good things must come to an end, but not yeah. just quite there. Not quite. Yeah. <laughs> this is like most artists, like 50% of their revenue. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I want you to picture your mind a giant pencil, and I want you to make believe it's like a javelin. I want you to run and throw it into a big, huge, giant bottle of joy. You pierce it and joy and soap goes everywhere. In your mind's eyes. I want you to walk over there, and you begin to step inside and all the joy. And you think, oh, this is no good. I need to correct myself, so you walk away and you put on a pin A pin So you're listening to CJAM 99.1 FM, Windsor, Detroit. Broadcasting since 1983. The user of marijuana, when deprived of the drug, will not experience the agonies of withdrawal. It is habituating, but its use can be discontinued. Then what is its danger? Tune into the Doom Groove to find out. Tuesday nights, 10.30 to midnight, only on CJAM 99.1 FM. Let's go. 
Welcome back. You're currently tuned into Apps and Sounds here on C-Jam. And the last couple songs were Another Beach, which I promise was Queen, then Gloomy Girl, and Take It Off, which all came off of the 2021 release, Year of the Rat by Soft Cult, which is also the band we are starting off our Women's Month with for today. So stay tuned in. Am I allowed to say Another Beach? Yeah. Because I'm like, it's not another bish oh yeah another bish bish yeah yeah sorry <laughs> wait did we talk about uzumaki that was coming up next okay i had that next oh this one's on this this album too yeah oh okay okay why don't we just go into uzumaki you say it. another bish <laughs> uzumaki yeah i love that song it's like the gaziest <laughs> song on the record they 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 actually put this song out like a while ago like a couple of years ago. And then they and took it, it off? Yeah, because okay. it sounded like another song. And the, yeah, they Which one? they were getting a lot of flack for it. It sounded like a loathe song. Ah. Um, two Way Mirror. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even catch that. I didn't notice, or at least I, in my opinion. The old, it, they, they changed it up okay. um, for this EP version for okay. sure. And it does sound a bit different now. Okay. But it's like, it, when, when, they, they released it they were like people like yeah. going down their throats I was like oh man that sucks like it probably could have been a coincidence I, I like to th- I mean I feel like if you spend a lot of time digesting music um, naturally it's gonna come out yeah that. I'm always spitting out like random songs that are definitely not mine yeah They're, they'll be like and I can tell most of the time I'm like okay this is like a Joyce Manor song Okay, this is like a Cure song or something. So, yeah, it's def- probably just that unconscious influence of like your favorite bands yeah. leaking in there. But the the EP version, they they changed up. The intro's different and it's uh it's there's there's like a music video for it. That's really cool. It's like she's they're both just like stumbling around and they're all like cool. bloody. It's like very like scary. Like those like the directors you mentioned before. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah, that's the one thing I'll have to do when I get back home is watch. Watch the videos. The videos, yeah. Your YouTube video watch list is like huge. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, at this point it's impossible. You literally can't you can't know me <laughs> There's and no... not have like a watch list. It's bad. That's I guess. Like all I talk about. I have no choice though. <laughs> It'll be my homework. I love that it's named after Naruto. That's are you big Naruto guy? Oh yeah. Yeah. I was a huge Naruto guy growing up too. That was like the only anime I ever watched when I was a kid. Here we are now though. It's yeah. 2022 and I'm still in love with it. So <laughs> Yeah. It has a whole on society though. I feel like This is like a whole other cult. This is. is like another soft another cult. Soft cult. Yeah. It is. <laughs> the anime nerds. Yeah. Uh, I guess going back, well, not back. Well, it is back because it's, it came out in 2021 um, for Year of the Rat. Mm-hmm. Take it off. Yeah. That one is supposed to be more about objectification and just um, catcalling or mm-hmm. um, the whole shame, anxiety, self-harm that comes from it. Also, just the rape culture. The, the music video for it, actually. I thought it was kind of interesting the way they did it because it reminded me of another documentary that I saw that was talking about the, not the male gaze, but the way that we portray women in media mm-hmm. and how that um, influences gender norms or like the way that 
we interact with women and, and men in general. And while actually I remember while watching it, I kind of felt that it was leaving out like a big aspect because you can get into it. It's like a whole thing where, you know, they talk about like the female gaze, but the female gaze is different than the black female gaze, which is like, mm-hmm. you can get into like the whole commentary, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's it's like, um, but that's like beyond the scope of the, <laughs> the song, obviously. They weren't really getting into that. But um, at least they're kicking it off. Yeah, yeah. Into that direction, right? For sure. I mean, I the, like the lyrics, like, um, like it's very much from the male gaze, right? They're very much speaking to like, yeah, this is, this is, um, this is what most, this is what most men think of women, right? <laughs> it's true, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's your favorite hobby, dress her up like Barbie, stuff like that. It's like, it's like people have, it's like men have like a, a very like direct idea of the person they want to be with. And, like, that's very not – and, like, like not accepting, you know, striving for a more accepting world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is – it's hard. I feel like um, – because at the same time, while it's easy to say, oh, it didn't affect me when I was growing up. Because, look, I don't really care. You know what I mean? What anyone thinks. But mm-hmm. um, it almost feels like it's so far embedded into, like, whether it's society or, oh, like, yeah. people's – the way they view themselves mm-hmm. where, yeah <laughs> – it's definitely ingrained it is, in it us. Is. Like yeah. It's... I think it's just like being so self-conscious about the way people view you, which especially with like the fact yeah. of a body, right? Yeah. Everybody has a body. Yeah. But... The fact that you just know most men are like gazing. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah it's like grow, grow, like it's a lot like the first song off the, the new album. Uh, yeah, Boys exactly. Will be Boys, 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 right? Yeah. I forgot about a lyric in there, but it um it was these boys will be boys, but these boys are men, I think is the lyric or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, yeah, when when it, when is the when is everybody going to realize <laughs> that these are men and they're accountable for their actions? Yeah, or are we just supposed to be letting them do whatever? Yeah, or we're we just going to let it go. Yeah. Keep going. It, it's a man's world. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like I hate when they put the attention or we have to like, the girl, you're responsible for like the way you dress. You're responsible for the way you talk to people. And mm-hmm. like, why don't we put some <laughs> some responsibility on the opposite gender? Yeah, but, yeah, definitely. It's about time. Exactly. It's more than time. <laughs> I, I feel like, sorry. No, yeah, go for it. I feel like, you know, art maybe, I don't know, could be wrong. There's definitely bad seats everywhere. But our generation in general is like, more aware than the last yeah right so i tend to think like oh yeah it would be nice like to just think that all these problems are gonna go go away Mm -hmm. when we grow up (laughs) because we'll be the ones sorry like in charge yeah or something like that but no it's gonna take a lot more work than that exactly yeah yeah that's a nice optimistic view i think (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean it's a little jaded. It's a, it, I, yeah, it's like hopeful at least that yeah. things will change. Yeah, we can try. We can try. <laughs> yeah, and I think like that obviously is like becoming the whole. I know people hate the woke movement, but I feel like social consciousness at least people are at least if people are talking about it. Yeah, definitely.
part that we are going to talk about before we close off is um, just the year of the rat in general, like the title. Mm-hmm. Because um, the year of the rat was kind of supposed to be enca- encapsulating their, their feelings towards capitalism. Mm-hmm. And the rat represents us following the rat race, you know, waking up every day, going to work, um, mm-hmm. 
having like three hours for yourself before you have to go back to bed and then start the cycle again. Yeah, kind of what we're programmed to exactly, do. Exactly, yeah. yeah. The concept of like the red rat on the album was supposed to be representing going against the grain and questioning the status quo. Um, and it only takes one person to stand up against injustice. So you saying that makes a lot of a lot of sense. I didn't I didn't get to dig too deep into the titles other than I was kind of just curious, like, is it the year of the rat? Like, is it the year I of think, the snake? I think 20, this is the year of the snake. I'm pretty sure. Right. I mean, 2022 is the year of the snake. Yeah. It is. So it's accurate. It is. It is accurate. Okay. Well, that's respect. <laughs> I wonder the one thing I wonder if they're going to keep like every album if they're going to do like the year of the insert I kind of hope they do continue really I hope they do <laughs> oh no no I want it's it to it's too end. gimmicky well it's like gimmicky but I feel like maybe for like an album I feel like it I kind of want a full length I do I really but want but do you want a full month with like year of the insert ooh I don't know I, I kind of want them to like I don't know because they seem very focused mm-hmm. they seem like you know, this is they they know what they're gonna talk about, and the fact that they did this like consecutively themed album. Yeah, and it was pretty close. Only, like, Pl- only yeah, the, a couple months after. Yeah, yeah, it was very close together. It makes me think there there's still more. Yeah, there has store. to be more. There has. To I be. bet they have so much they're just brimming. They have to share. They have to. Yeah. I mean, they're so twin sisters. They yeah. Do, come, they're not making music every day. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not eating talking music. I, I, don't, I don't buy it. Yeah, yeah. I I I think a full length would be cool to see, but something totally out of pocket for them. Uh, I mean, I I don't really want them to stop talking about what they're talking about. Yeah, that's that's another thing. When does it become? I know what people say it gets old. Like they don't want to hear it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, or then there's also this side where people say that I go towards like I'm watching TV or I'm watching the I'm watching sports because I want to relax and mm-hmm. I'm listening to music because I want to relax. Mm-hmm. Why am I listening to music? And then they're talking about all kinds of stuff like that. True. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I think if you think that, then you might not be agreeing with all the things they're talking about, and <laughs> I wouldn't want to hang out with you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This might not be your music get, in the first place. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I do find soulless like listening to bands like this that that like are agreeable that I can I can get behind like their their views. Yeah. Um I don't know, it kind of it kind of feels just like I don't know, it goes back to that like responsibility as an artist and a platform thing. Yeah. Like okay, maybe I am looking at people to do that and maybe I do look at people who use their platform in a way mm-hmm. to yeah. try to get a, a a very like, you know, specific message across or a progressive message across. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I think it is like a little naive, naive to say that they're called influencers for a reason, you know, and yeah. they have they do have like a grip on society and people. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if you don't feel qualified, you don't have to be qualified. <laughs> to, right. Yeah. 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 As long as you've got the, the soft cult behind you. Exactly. Right? You got the. That's sick. <laughs> That we yeah we people who listen to self cult are we're all just a self cult a, yeah. a soft cult together yeah, yeah. thanks for tuning in today we hope you enjoyed our show and you check out the rest of soft cult's music or keep an eye out for whenever they come back home from tour in the UK we're going to end off with the song Earth Is a Black Hole by Teenage Wrist who was supposed to join them on tour I don't think they are anymore but my name is Weezhu. You've been listening to Absent Sounds here on CGM 99.1 FM. 
And we'll catch you next week for more amazing female bands during Women's Month. Bye. Bye.